management, other hosts, or advertisers. Good evening, everyone. Edwin Lee Raymer here with you in another edition. Ed Raymer here with the Edwin Lee Raymer Show. Another edition of our little broadcast we're going to do from WGNS in the heart of the great volunteer state right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Tonight, again, 8 o'clock. Glad you're listening if you are. Many people have returned uh, 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 messages that you're on via Facebook that you're going to be listening, and we appreciate it because I've got a good one for you. Knoxville State Representative Gloria Johnson is going to be joining us. And I want to thank a good friend of mine while I've got a chance, Terry Livingston, for helping set this up. Terry moved from up there. And Terry, if you're listening, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. She's going to be joining us by phone because she travels back and forth on the weekends, lives in Knoxville, and she'll be here uh, tonight in Nashville. I uh, say here, we're in Murfreesboro, of course. She'll be in Nashville, of course, and be ready to, to go to work tomorrow morning at State Capitol. So she's going to join us from the road. She's going to pull over and talk to us for a few minutes about a lot of things that are going on. And what I'd talked about, and we'd gone over, and we're going to play some of this for you here in just a minute. Uh, Jackson, been, he's been busy. He's been a busy young man, as, as we've got here. It's been a busy evening for us here on, on Sunday night at WGNS. But, um, you know, the, I've noticed with our Republican people, uh, there's a bill that has been uh, uh, introduced now, or is going to be introduced. I'm not sure what the uh, – yeah, two Republican lawmakers, they're sponsoring a bill to rename a portion of John Lewis Way in downtown Nashville after after Trump. Uh you know, uh, they've uh, made the suggestion that the Metro Council, which governs all of Nashville, Tennessee, should be cut from 40 to 20 people. Uh, the uh, renaming of this stretch of, of, of road is sponsored by uh, Representative Paul Sherrill out of Sparta and Representative Frank Nicely out of Strawberry Plains. We've got that going for us gonna have gloria talk to us about tennessee being axed millions in hiv funds amid a far-right anti-lgbtq sentiment now this was on the last word with lawrence o'donnell ari melber was sitting in for lawrence this was friday evening and uh, we're going to play this for you after a while we don't have it right now and on that uh, there's commentary from Representative State Representative John Ray Clemens and uh, Mia Cotton. She's with the HIV AIDS activist. By the way, this is millions of dollars we're talking about that you have already paid for. We're not talking about costing taxpayers any additional money. This is just like the Medicaid expansion, Medicare expansion. Okay? And Bill Lee's wanting, uh, well, he's just not going to do it. But I'll guarantee you if they had some money for a private school or something like that, he'd be 100% all for it, right? I'll tell you what, we're going to talk about it here. And, again, I want to thank Terry for setting this up. Terry Livingston, thank you. I appreciate you. I hope to meet you and buy you a cup of coffee one day. I don't know if that will ever happen or not. Yeah, let me get those hung up over there. Thank you, Jackson. Jackson's on the board. It's just me and him in here tonight. But uh, Representative Johnson's going to be calling in here in just a few minutes. But for right now, my name is... Ed Raymer, Edwin Lee Raymer, and yes, I'm still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. 
This is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer, on your good neighbor station, News Radio, WGNS Murfreesboro. And that is a little stiff upper lip for you from ACDC. And this is Edwin Lee Raymer Show, and I'm your host, Ed Raymer. This show is produced at the studios of WGNS AM 1450 and 100.5, 101.9 FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. You can reach us tonight, and you can reach Representative Johnson with your questions, comments, or thoughts at 615-893-1450. That's 615-893-1450. Now, you can also, of course, as always, send us a text to that number for our producer. Jackson will be glad to read it over there, or he'll give it to me, and let me read it, write it down, whatever. For those of you who don't, do not wish to be heard live here on WGNS, and for some of you, we understand that that happens. Now, you can also listen to us via the Internet at WGNSRadio.com and on Facebook at the Edwin Lee Raymer Show dot com. Edwin Lee Raymer Show on WGNS. Sorry. And now you can also download the WGNS app and take take WGNS with you wherever you go and listen whenever you wish. And uh, take a listen sometime on Sunday night at 6 o'clock to Angela Bingham. She was up here earlier, had two fine young men with her, and uh, had a great show. And she's just, she just does a great job, and uh, we appreciate her so much. And get a chance simplicity that's her show and it's it's about as straightforward as you can get and she's just a fine fine person good person to know glad to say i'm friends with and you know i'll tell you what uh jackson let's go ahead i want to run if we can my series of ads uh before we start i want to welcome a, a sponsor here folks this lady uh i've known her and her family for many for several years now i won't say many but several years and uh, Celia Snodgrass is uh, going to be advertising with us. Celia has some properties she's going to be selling. Well, I've cut her an ad before we before we went on the air here. And I want you to take the deal. Uh, well, she has some private investors that are ready to let go of some of these single-family homes. Now, we're talking homes that are really, really great homes, okay? We're talking anywhere from two seventy-five dollars to $375,000 homes in that in that value area and you can give her a call at 615-948-6367 and i'll tell you you know i've always said this you know you can do a lot of things uh you know but and you can go a long way in life but these folks i know these folks and we've done we haven't done business i don't guess but uh uh you know i've known them for several years now and they are the real deal okay and you know what? If you got the best people, you can do about anything. You can accomplish anything in life. Give Celia a call. Let me give you her number again. It's 615. I should have it memorized by now. 948-6367. It's Celia Snodgrass, and she is with Benchmark Realty, by the way, licensed real estate. And uh, we're going to go to our first series of breaks and be back with you right after this. Stay with us.
Are you tired of wasting money on rent and ready to be a homeowner? Celia Snodgrass can help you do just that. She's a licensed real estate agent at Benchmark Realty who's been helping Rutherford County families find their dream homes for the past 15 years. She's also enabled many individual real estate investors to achieve financial success in Tennessee's booming real estate market. Currently, one of those investors is now selling some of those properties to qualified first-time homeowners with low down payments and reasonable seller financing. So if you're wanting to buy a home, find out more by calling Celia at 615-948-6367. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. Want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. All right, and we are back. And uh, by the way, Edwin Lee Raymer here, Ed Raymer with Edwin Lee Raymer Show, and we're here with you at WGNS. Jax is on the board, and we have a caller already on the line. Caller, please go ahead. Okay. Uh, this is uh, Mr. Uh, uh, David Richard Benke. Sir, I'm going to ask you to, if you can, please turn your radio down. We're getting an echo feedback, okay? Hello? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. We're having a bad connection there. I apologize. If you want to try back. And of course, when you call in, uh, lots of times, folks, you need to turn your radio down or it will feed back into the into the system. That's with anyone. That's not just WGNS, okay? And uh, like I said, I want to thank Terry Livingston for helping to set this up tonight. Thank you, Terry. And Stu, hello. Uh, Larry, hello. Uh, Carol Ann, hello. Sharon, hello. I can't, I'm going to leave somebody out. I'll start naming names. I shouldn't do that. I ought to know better by now after 10 years. 
But, uh, hey, I'm, I'm getting old, you know. So, uh, anyway. Um, okay, we have another caller coming in here, I think. And we'll see who this is. And uh, representative from Knoxville, our state representative, Gloria Johnson, is going to be calling in here at about, oh, roughly 25 after, something like that. And she's on the road between Knoxville and Nashville. She's coming back to Nashville. Of course, she lives there in Knoxville. And uh, she's agreed to join us tonight by phone. She's not going to be driving and talking. She's going to pull over and find a place to to park and be and be able to give us her full attention okay. of these subjects that uh, I've got. We're going to talk about. And uh, is that for me? It is for me. Hello. Go ahead, call. You're on the air. Uh, hello. Yes. Uh, this is uh, Mister David. Um. I'm kind of worried about what's going to happen uh, when there's more and more crime because of marijuana and all that other stuff. Do you think we need more funding for police? Yes. You do? Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. Or do you, let me ask you this. Do you think maybe some of the funding they have needs to be just redirected? In the station, in the system. Yeah, uh, they get they get some uh, they get some officers that uh, don't even uh, need to be around. Oh well, I think that happens everywhere. I know I, I've I've seen that, uh, and yes, uh, but but I'm proud to say, for most part, that's few. They're they're in the in the in the minority category. They, you know. There's very few of that, but most officers yeah. are well trained and do a good job and are good people. Yeah. You know, yeah. I I do think they need to make more money. Let me tell you, we've got some officers that are on our on Murfreesboro Force, Smyrna, Laverne, all of yeah. us, yeah. and they can't even afford to live here in Rutherford County. You know, and yeah, I know they can't. You know, uh, the price is high. Yeah, it's I mean, the cost I, of live, I live over there at Rutherford Assisted Living. Right. And uh, I've been here about almost uh, a year. And I came from Cohen. And I was run, running things down to Cohen. Uh, back then, I used the name uh, uh, Frank Ness. Mm-hmm. The VA gave me that name. Uh huh. Okay. Well, thank you for your call, okay? And you have a, a blessed uh, week. Yes, sir. And uh, stay safe. Uh, and I, a, uh, you and your family have a blessed week. Thank you very much. Same to you, sir. Thank you for okay. calling. We appreciate it. Thank you, Jackson. And thank you, caller. We appreciate that. Yeah. Um, funding for police, that's a big topic. Now, Jackson has pulled up graciously for us. This is uh, the last word with Ari Melber. This came from MSNBC Friday night. And this is where Tennessee is going to axe millions in HIV funds amid a far-right anti-LGBTQ sentiment. And I want you to listen to this. It's going to be – he had on his uh, broadcast Representative John Ray Clements and Mia Cotton, and she is with HIV and AIDS activists. And I want you to listen to this. All right, Jackson, go ahead if you would, please. 
ultimately turn. In Tennessee, a crusade against transgender people has now led the state's Republican governor to refuse $8 million in federal funding for HIV prevention. Four sources in the state health department tell NBC News that the decision to reject the funding, quote, was motivated at least in part by right-wing provocateurs stoking anti-LGBTQ sentiment. Here's how the story goes. Far-right commentators went on rants attacking Vanderbilt University Medical Center over its care of transgender minors in September. By October, the right-wing media turned its attacks on a task force at the Tennessee Health Department that focuses on trans health and HIV prevention. And Tennessee Republican Governor Bill Lee was listening. By November, staffers were told the governor wanted to cut federal HIV funding for the task force and Planned Parenthood in Tennessee by the end of the year. And in January, in an unprecedented escalation, NBC News reports that the governor decided he would, quote, pull the plug, not just on federal HIV prevention funds for Planned Parenthood and the task force, which totaled $235,000, but on all $8.3 million from a pair of CDC grants for HIV prevention, treatment, and monitoring in the state. The Lee administration has pledged a shift in funding priorities that would effectively steer HIV prevention efforts away from groups at substantial risk of contracting the virus, end quote. Now, we often talk, we sometimes talk about the ridiculousness of the culture wars that are being promoted by far-right extremists and conservative commentators. But when they get championed by Republican lawmakers and turned into policy decisions, they can endanger people's lives. Governor Bill Lee's decision will affect testing, early detention, or early detection, prevention, education, counseling services, and life-saving medication for those who need it. A report by Marketplace focuses on a Tennessee grandmother who went to the emergency room for a broken toe and discovered she had HIV. A grandmother. That's who's being hurt by this conservative hawker circus. Grandmothers getting potentially life-saving diagnoses. And again, this is free money to the state. It cost the state of Tennessee nothing. The article also points out, quote, Memphis is among the top 50 communities nationally for HIV transmission rates. One Tennessee Democrat was so incensed that he demanded that the issue be addressed during a meet and greet at the Tennessee State House Health Committee. Listen to how his Republican colleague responded. So I'm curious why the first decision as Commissioner of Health was to directly endanger the lives of our Tennesseans. Let's, I told him we'd keep this to a meet and greet. Uh, if you can keep your comments to that, please, I'd, I'd appreciate that. Exactly how much money are we turning away in HIV funding from the CDC? What's aggressive just, just, about that? Just stay, stay to meet and greet. Don't be holding anyone to account now. It's a meet and greet. Joining us now is that Tennessee Democratic State Representative you just saw, uh, John Ray Clemens. He serves on the Health Committee. He's the chairman of the Tennessee House Democratic Caucus. Also with us is Mia Cotton, Chief Programs Officer at Friends for Life in Memphis. Their mission is to prevent the spread of HIV and to help those affected by HIV and AIDS. Thanks to both of you for being here for this important conversation. Representative uh, uh, John Ray Clemens, I, let me ask you to start with, the questions you were asking are important because it is important for Tennessee taxpayers to understand this is not state money, this is federal money that the state actually said we're not taking. And they said we have slightly different priorities, but now it's going to come out of state funds. This just does not seem like a decision that's in the interest of most, the majority, the overwhelming majority of Tennesseans. Who, who benefits from this? HIV was a, was, a, was a serious epidemic that is not today. 
Who benefits from from t- removing funding from this sort of work? Well, I can tell you, you know, yesterday was Groundhog's Day, and here we are another day in another culture war. And in this instance, it's just an example of the GOP playing political games with people's lives. No one benefits from this. You know, in the state of Tennessee, we've turned away billions of dollars. We still haven't expanded Medicaid in Tennessee, which is which is also federal money that should be flowing into the state to improve people's health care. And now, you know, this decision benefits absolutely no one. And I will tell you, as someone who has watched a loved one suffer and ultimately die from this horrible virus, I find this decision heartless and I find it offensive. And, and you know, this is just a political game that is risking people's lives. Mia Cotton, let me ask you about the, the, the where culture wars. Some people don't even like using the word, but where, where this becomes a thing that started on, on sort of in right wing spaces and now becomes policy that will affect people's lives. This is a report uh, by NBC News. A Daily Wire article published on October 20th took a victory lap, saying that the Lee administration and the state health department denounced the task force in response to a Daily Wire inquiry, and that information about the task force on the department's website was only removed after the Daily Wire asked about it. Around the same time, two health department supervisors told staffers in private conversations that critical media coverage provoked the Lee administration to scrutinize the source of the task force's $10,000 in annual funding, a $6.2 million CDC HIV prevention and surveillance grant to health employees, uh, to department employees said. I mean, this is crazy, right? This, this, these things that we know happen, talking about transgender kids and, and, and LGBTQ uh, people on, on right-wing sites, has now become the policy of your state. Yes, it has. And ultimately, the people who need the services are the ones who are going to suffer. Um, with the loss of this funding for my agency, we will lose roughly close to about $1.7 million collectively, directly and indirectly as a loss of these funds. And that supports testing, access to PrEP and PEP services, access to care. This is going to affect the marginalized populations of Shelby County, Memphis, where we're hit the hardest and across the state as well as CBOs who are doing the work, are going to close their doors May 31st if this does indeed happen. And let me just ask you, uh, Mia, because in 2023, many people have the luxury of saying, is HIV uh, still a thing? Memphis is the third in the nation for new HIV infections. It's the first in the nation for AIDS cases. Uh, a loss of these funds will maim Shelby County's efforts to, to curtail the spread of HIV. And just to repeat, this is HIV and hep C testing, counseling, education, condom access, outreach to medical care, pre-exposure prophylaxis, post-exposure prophylaxis. Like, this is all basic stuff. It's all basic stuff. It is basic things that people need for preventative services. Um, with us not expanding Medicaid, people have less access to care. The work that the CBOs do across the state is how these folks ac- access these services. You talked about the grandma in the ER who was there about her finger. Uh, she actually ended up getting tested by one of these programs. If she had not been there and one of our, and National Cares had not been there, she wouldn't have known about this diagnosis. And then that leads to more people contracting the disease. We've got to stop the spread of HIV and AIDS. And this just puts a stomp on us and we're unable to do our work. Representative, our doors will close. Representative, what, what are your options? What can happen now? 
Well, colleagues and I have introduced legislation to try to reverse this and mandate the acceptance of these funds. You know, she raised a good point. You know, you said we're going to lose $8.3 million in direct funding, but that doesn't even include the 340B savings dollars that all of these organizations who provide this vital treatment will lose access to. I mean, we're talking millions of more dollars that is going to directly result in the endangerment of Tennesseans' lives. And, and, and what power do you have to change this? You're introducing uh, something to do this, but what, what has to happen for it to exceed? Will you, will you have to get your colleagues across the aisle to recognize that this is, not, this is bad policy? This is going to end up costing your state in lives and in actual dollars. Well, it's fiscally irresponsible, you know, but that doesn't always sell with my colleagues across the aisle who, you know, where hypocrisy runs rampant through the Republican ranks. But I'm going to have to appeal to their to their you know, personal interest and, and, and try to pull on their heartstrings. I serve in a super minority. I, you know, our entire state is plagued by one party rule with a Republican governor and Republican Senate and a Republican House of Representatives, and I'm in the super minority. So I have no choice but to try to work across the aisle and get this legislation passed for the benefit of Tennessee families. But it, it will be an uphill battle because this is a culture war that they're waging and and it must stop you know at some point we have to place people's lives and make them a higher priority than than these political games that they continue to play to try to score these points me it's 2023 i'm kind of amazed by the fact that we've stigmatized hiv again um what what do you want my viewers to know about your clients they're people they're people just like us they just have a chronic disease and with access to these services it's a chronic disease. You can take your medication, you're fine. If you're undetectable, you're untransmittable. You equals you. That's why we need access to these services. If people know their status, we can get them in care, and then they're not continuing to transmit the virus. That's what I need people to know. They're no different than you and me. There's no, there's no change in a person outside when they have HIV. They're humans. And this is about human decency. Let's take care of folks. Okay, folks, I'm back on the air. Thank you. Thank you, Jackson. Ladies and gentlemen, first of all, before we go anywhere else, I want you to know we're having some communication problems up here. Hon, thank you for calling in if you're listening. Terry, thank you. And one of our callers, one of our listeners just called in. We understand Jackson's working on it, and uh, so we're aware of it. And we don't know what the glitch is. Uh, Who knows in this modern time. Now, we have a caller on the line. I think I know who this is. Caller, please go ahead. Representative Gloria Johnson. Hello, Miss Johnson. How are you? Hi, I'm doing well. How are you doing? We can't complain. Now, can you tell us where you are? I know you're between Knoxville and Nashville somewhere. <laughs> yeah, right now I'm probably between Crossville and Cookville. <laughs> That's not a bad place to be. Stop at Bucky's out there. Everybody else is going there. <laughs> I've never been to a Bucky's, but I'm told we're getting one here in Murfreesboro, so come on down when we get it. I'll buy you a burger. They're a little bit big for me. I like to stop at the smaller gas stations right. where you can do everything in just a couple of minutes. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't need a shopping mall when yeah. I need a quick stop. <laughs> you don't need a mascot to lead you around a place, right? <laughs> Listen, uh, first of all, I want to thank you, and I've already thanked, I want to thank Terry Livingston for helping me to set this up with you. He's one of your former constituents. He's down here aggravating us now. And... Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> and but thank him very much and thank you for taking time to do this i know you're making your way back to the state capitol and to be at work in the morning we were just playing and you and i and ladies and gentlemen the representative and i congress lady and i we talked earlier this afternoon so she knows what we're going to be talking about i'd played the section with ari melber who was setting in for lawrence o'donnell on uh, the last word when MSNBC, this is Friday night, in Tennessee it acts like 8.3 million amid far-right anti-LGBTQ for AIDS and HIV uh, funding. And it doesn't cost us a dime. Uh, would you right. care to comment on that, please? Well, you know, this is it's outrageous, quite frankly. Um, right. These are federal tax dollars coming back to Tennessee to give uh, to care and treatment for a disease that we fought so hard for so many years. And now no one has to die with this disease. We can stop the transmission of this disease with medication. Right. And they want to stay caught, stop, stop taking the money that is keeping Tennessee in state. And it's just ludicrous that they want to make our communities less safe and less healthy. Because of their culture wars. Right. I mean, you know, if you didn't learn over the last 30 years, 40 years, that, you know, HIV doesn't just affect the LGBTQ community, I mean, it's just ludicrous. We need to to respect the human dignity of every Tennessean. Well, that's what this lady, Mia Cotton, was doing. She's one of the HIV and AIDS activists. And, of course, uh, Excuse me, your your uh, comrade down there, John Ray Clemens, was on this particular broadcast, and he's saying yeah. the same thing. He said, "This is asinine." Said so this eight point three million dollars is going to cost Tennesseans nothing. It's already there. In other words, it, it's setting in cars, much like and let's you know we keep pounding. It's like we're beating the drum again. The funding for the expansion of Medicare and Medicaid. I mean, there's. Million, literally, and, and John Ray says literally this is amounting now to, to billions of dollars that has, has been denied residents of the state of Tennessee. Oh, absolutely. We we turn down $1.4 billion every year that can give <laughs> three hundred to 400,000 Tennesseans access to Medicaid expansion, which means access to better health for Tennessee families. And now, on top of that, they're going to refuse to accept the the dollars that are coming in to treat those with HIV. And this is a state that 40% of our budget comes back. We take 40% more from the federal government than we send to the federal government. They are asking for more federal dollars for transportation. They say that we weren't given enough. Right. President Biden gave us $800 billion for transportation and roads, and they said that wasn't enough. But yet we have billions that will come in for people's health, and they're going to refuse to care for people and our neighbors and our community? Right. That's the reason I'm talking to you. Now let me ask you, let me ask you the $64,000 question. Is it possible to turn this ship around? Do you think? I, I frankly don't, but I'll, I'll ask you. You're in the mix of this thing, you and John Ray. 
Well, I think what it's going to take is the people standing up, because I can promise you this. Um, I, I live in Red East Tennessee. I'm a Democrat right. in, in, in Red East Tennessee. And I can tell you the Republicans in my district overwhelming, overwhelmingly support Medicaid expansion and HIV treatment. Now, I haven't seen any polling on the HIV treatment across the state, but Medicaid expansion, taking money to make Tennesseans healthy, is over 70% on both sides of the aisle. The, you know, your average Tennessee citizen out there believes in keeping families healthy, which helps keep their family healthy, and they support these programs. And these these legislators are not telling them the truth when they're running for the for office about what these programs do. And um, but what I think is going to happen, the people are going to find out. It's their super MAGA majority that is keeping Tennesseans unhealthy, and they're going to turn this thing around. It's going to require Tennesseans on both sides of the aisle speaking up. Well, and we particularly, yes, ma'am, and particularly, Gloria, let's just face it, the South, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, yes. South Carolina, Florida, we're going to, have to turn these people around, and uh, you know, I, I, you know, I'm going to tell you something, and 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 my father and I had a lot of disagreements over the years, but you know, my father always said one thing. I said, "Well, Dad, looks like we're trying to turn around," and we talked about you know when the Republicans are the big red wave and all that, and he said. Ah, uh, son, they're not hungry enough yet. Said when they get hungry enough, that's when they'll turn it around. And maybe I'm beginning to think maybe Dad was right about that. You know, I mean, yeah, we're a yeah. pretty healthy, we're a pretty wealthy nation. Now, if we keep going, we're not going to be a healthy nation because right. I mean, right. uh, you know, they're against anything that President Obama had anything to do with. And I mean, but we're and this is the reason I called you just wild crazy things renaming you know uh, the 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 John John Lewis uh you know way and wanting to name it for for Trump you know come on man right. give me a break well i mean you know the really sad thing that i found um with these with these uh, folks across the aisle most of them don't understand why that road was named Brett John Lewis Way in the first place. Oh, they don't they understand. No, no they don't. They really don't. They have no idea of the history. They don't know that John Lewis lived in Nashville and helped lead the lunch counter sit-ins uh, sit at Woolworths right there on Fifth Avenue. Right. And that's why that stretch is named for him. Right. But these folks in there have no idea that was it. And, and it's only been that, named that for, you know, uh, maybe a year. I just got the first cards printed with that address. It's not like it's been that way forever. It was just recently named that after his death because of his, the importance of him when he lived in Nashville and those lunch counters sent in that helped, you know, Pass the Civil Rights Act and, and and make you know spread that message. Well, and here's where we as white people get get confused. That passage helped all of us 
It's not oh, just absolutely. people of color. It's good for all of us. It took me a long time to figure this out. Okay? Yeah. I mean, a rising tide it lifts all shit. It absolutely. sure can. And it's it's amazing to me uh, that that politicians. I mean, I expect people that are elected to 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 public office to be aware of what's going on. But I'm going to tell you, Gloria, I think there's a bunch of them down there. I don't know if they even read a newspaper anymore. Of course, that, that went out a long time. I hadn't looked at a newspaper in 10 years. You know, yeah, I can tell by the way you talk, you know. I, I think, yeah, I think that they um, look at very slanted media. Um, you know, it's just, it's kind of remarkable about how little information in history, even about Tennessee, that these people understand. And even about some of the freshmen that came in this year, Thinking, I'm going I'm to go to Nashville and fix the border. Well, no, they're not. Honey, you need to go to Congress in D.C. Right. If you want to fix the border, unless right. you're talking about the Georgia border. I know. Yeah, we made a joke, or I made a joke up here once. Of course, we're we're here in Rutherford County, and uh, we had uh, uh, I had Mayor of uh, Smyrna on uh, Mary Esther Reed. I don't know if you know Mary Esther or not, but. Uh, she's a prominent name here in here in Rutherford County. Her and her family, all of them, uh, uh, Mary Esther Victory Reed, and her her grandfather used to be. Uh, he was around uh, one of the first people I met when we moved here in 1980. Fine family, fine people, Republicans. Uh-huh. I'm telling you, wonderful people. But I mean, <laughs> that was back in a different day. But uh, you know, and I made a joke at it. She was on one night. I said, "I'm going to get her mother and father to pay for it. I'm going to build a wall between here and Smyrna." <laughs> <laughs> And I'm gonna make I'm gonna make Mary Esther's mom and dad pay for it, you know. <laughs> said, said you think you think you can talk Mr. Victor into that? I said I'm not really worried about Mr. Victory. It's that mom I need to. Have. <laughs> mom is where I think I might hit a snag, but you know, I mean, we're making fun of it. It's not. It, it's ridiculous. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar yeah, with the name yeah. Stephen Reynolds. Stephen ran against Desjardins for uh, Congress a couple of times, along with Mariah Phillips. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember Right, that. yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, he asked me once, right here on this show, you can go back on our podcast, he said, Ed, I want to ask you something. He said, you ever been to Southwest Texas? I said, no, I haven't. He said, don't go. <laughs> said, it, 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 there's, there's nothing there. You know, no one can sustain yeah. a life long enough to cross that border. It's ridiculous, Gloria. I mean, yeah. build a wall, and I think what Trump built, what, like three miles or something like that, and then told all of his believers, okay, the wall has been completed. Yeah, you know, and they believe. <laughs> if yeah. This is fantasy. <laughs> yeah, it's fantasy. It's just fantasy. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think they're living on hopes and dreams. I don't know if these people have ever lived in, you know, we have serious issues, and this is just Medicaid. I mean, I can sure you could sit all night long and tell us about where government, and we all know government's not perfect. I understand that. You know, we're not yeah. trying to make it perfect. We're trying to just benefit some people and help people that are in need with free money right. from the government. It's already been, it's your tax money, but it's already been taken yeah. from you. It, 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 and then government has returned it and right. said, here it is for the taking. No, we don't want it. Thanks. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's putting politics before people. That it's, it is. The, it's their ideology, and if it doesn't fit their ideology, then they're not going to help people. 
And right. we, what we do, I mean, every single state that has expanded Medicaid, um, what you see, you see better health outcomes for everyone in the state. You see um, people in poverty lifted out of poverty. Those folks who um, work low-wage jobs that don't provide them with health care, having access to Medicaid expansion, um, great study done out of Michigan. It's allow those folks to, to uh, be able to get loans. And one of the things that they found with these loans, they bought automobiles. So they've been able to get better jobs because they don't have to rely on public transportation for their jobs. And so it's lifting people out of poverty. It's getting people back to work at better jobs. We are foolish for not expanding Medicaid because it's morally right. It is also economically sound practice. And this HIV situation is the same thing. We need people healthy and working and not transmitting disease. When people are unhealthy and can't work and we start spreading this disease again, we're making Tennesseans less healthy and we're damaging our economy. Well, and we're showing a backwards... Yes, and what gets me is we're showing a backwards approach. You know, we don't believe in medicine. You know, come on, man. Give me a break. You know, come on. Hey. And and the frustrating thing, the, the, the average citizens out, whether they're Democratic, Republican, or Independent, they want Medicaid expansion. Exactly, especially in my district, the people who really wanted Medicaid expansion were the Independents. You know, this is a way to talk to Independents. They understand it, and so do most Republicans. And the whole reason it was stopped in our legislature was because of the AFT, the Americans for Prosperity, and the NFIB both claim victory for stopping Medicaid expansion. <laughs> They're claiming victory? Stop. Three to 400,000 Tennesseans from gaining affordable health care. And... What about? I mean, again, is this for this is in a, this is the Medicaid expansion you're talking about? Right, correct. Right, yeah. Three to five. I knew it, the number was around three hundred thousand. It's just, I know it's that's been some yeah, time back. It's it, up around four hundred thousand. That's got to be. Yeah, it would it would uh, provide affordable care for three hundred to four hundred thousand Tennesseans. It would keep the thirteen rural hospitals that we had closed. It would have kept them open. It would have created 15,000 jobs a year. And and Tennessee is one of the top states in medical bankruptcy because we haven't expanded Medicaid. Right. We we see that more and more that other states don't see because they expanded Medicaid. Well, and I can tell you this, Miss Gloria, uh, back when I mentioned Stephen Reynolds, and that's when I got involved in this thing, okay? Uh, I, I was on, on the radio and doing a Sunday night show, have been now for, for 10 years, but I got really involved with this. He said, these hospitals, Ed, are closing in rural areas. They're closing. And at that time, the number right. was 9 or 10. Now, we were saying, I think it's 13, something like that. Yes. And I can tell you where a lot of these people are going, and I do not begrudge it. Don't get me wrong. But my wife had to go out there for some for a small emergency, nothing major. We wound up at the emergency uh-huh. room. That's where her doctor sent her to have her checked in. And it was nothing, really. But, I mean, we, you know, we had to go there. And that emergency room was packed. Middle of the week, middle of the day. I mean, normally you right. don't have that, you know. 
but they're coming yeah. here. And I talked to one lady. She was from Shelbyville. Another person was from, uh, I believe it was Tullahoma. You know, yeah. they're, they're, they're coming and there. And that's one of the reasons that Tennessee is also at the very top in maternal mortality and infant mortality. Right. Because women don't have access to care all throughout their life so that they can be healthy when uh, they want to get pregnant and want to have a child. Um, you know, that's just that's one of the things that we are um, with undeveloped nations. You know, we're in, in a category with them when it comes to maternal and infant mortality because we don't care for Tennesseans. Well, and what gets me is uh, the, the, the stance everyone takes, these, these men take on abortion, okay? Which, uh, as I told you this afternoon, we know all about. We know all about that. Just ask one of <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. And, you know, uh, but you... You know, uh, the, we know where the country is, and with the the decision from the Supreme Court and all that, okay. But if I'm right, and someone told me I can still get a prescription for Viagra. Oh, of course. That, <laughs> the, the situation with Tennessee, Tennessee has the most extreme abortion ban in the country, and yeah. right now, doctors risk becoming felons with 15 years in prison. And I know. Women and young girls risk death because there is no exception for life of the mother, rape, or incest in Tennessee. No exception. And it's Gloria, the unfortunately, the poorer they are, the worse it gets. It's not. Oh, you know. Oh, absolutely. And it it's shouldn't. Always, you know, that's why Roe was passed in the first place. That's right. why the Southern Baptist Convention was on board with Roe. Because right. it was the poor people who were being mutilated and dying without safe access. Right. Yeah. Listen, I know you're busy. I'm going to be letting you go here in just another minute. Can you tell us what you're getting into this week, or do you just not know until you get there? <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, you know, I haven't gone through all my bills. I tried to do that a lot this weekend with spending some time looking to see what's out there, you know. Right. I'm bringing things that help Tennessee families, like paid family leave. I've got a bill for Medicaid expansion. I've got a I got a bill to fix the horror that's happening at DCS with the, the utter collapse right. that Governor Lee has ignored for two years plus and let it get in the situation. Kids are being traumatized, sleeping in office buildings right. for weeks or months on end with just being re-traumatized every day. Utterly ridiculous. I know because I have served some of those papers at DCS. I have yes. personally been involved in that. Okay. Uh, Representative Gloria Johnson, thank you for joining us. I am pleased to make your acquaintance. I look forward to personally meeting you. Thank you, Terry Livingston, again for doing this. Um, and please Thanks be. For having me. No, thank you. Anytime you have something to talk about, give me a call. We're we you've got my number now, and don't be a stranger. And be careful coming on okay. into Nashville, okay? All right, thanks. Thank you so Bye, much. Everybody. That is your state representative from the great city of Knoxville, Tennessee, and uh, that's uh, Miss Gloria Johnson. She's a good gal, and uh, I want to tell you. We've got a new sponsor with us, and I wanted to, to let her know. Uh, well, 
come on, get out of here. I've got the wrong thing pulled up. I hope Celia will bear with me because I'm just old. You know, I told someone earlier I was born in the last century. That just makes you sound old. I want you to give Celia a call. Celia Snodgrass, she's a full-time real estate agent. You're going to hear her ad here in just a minute. And she has an independent investor starting to let go of some of these houses that they have here in Rutherford County. And we're talking about real good single-family homes, the whole nine yards, good communities. And if you're interested, you can reach her at 615-948-6367. They're going to do owner financing on these in very good terms, okay? With, uh, you know, correct down payments, and that can all be talked about and worked out, hopefully. So give her a call. Her ad will be coming up. And thanks again for them advertising with us. And thanks to our state representative, Gloria Johnson. We thank you for joining us and hope she'll be careful on her way into Nashville. We're going to go to our last series breaks. Jackson's still on the board. Back with you. The Evan Lee Raymer Show right after this. Stay with us. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. Are you tired of wasting money on rent and ready to be a homeowner? Celia Snodgrass can help you do just that. She's a licensed real estate agent at Benchmark Realty who's been helping Rutherford County families find their dream homes for the past 15 years. She's also enabled many individual real estate investors to achieve financial success in Tennessee's booming real estate market. Currently, one of those investors is now selling some of those properties to qualified first-time homeowners with low down payments and reasonable seller financing. So if you're wanting to buy a home, find out more by calling Celia at 615-948-6367.
All right, and we are back. Thank you. Jackson, thanks for being on board. Appreciate you. Um, I want to thank, uh, again, Representative Gloria Johnson from Knoxville for calling in. She's out on the road tonight. She's headed to Nashville for another busy day. It's state capitol tomorrow. I can only imagine the schedule that lady keeps. Um, and uh, her and John Ray Clements. Uh, we were talking about uh, some of the, the things the state lawmakers are working on. Now, this is in last week's Daily News Journal from January 29th. Sunday edition, of course, and um, uh, from uh, uh, an article by Angela Latham through the National Tennessee and USA Today Network. Here's here's some of the the, the things they're <laughs> working on. I guess I guess they were. I don't know what they're doing. Access to meeting documents, leases and microfilm, death records in non-criminal cases. Expunging criminal records, expedited access to public records, state park records. Uh, 2023 legislative session is underway, and lawmakers are expected to file hundreds of bills for the 113th Tennessee General Assembly to consider. Among them were bills aimed at public records. Some aimed to tighten restrictions, while others look to broaden accessibility. And, of course, there is a breakdown of these, which you can get into. Like I said, this was the January 29th edition, uh, Sunday paper, of uh, the Daily News Journal. So if you're interested, you can go look at it. I'm sure you can find it online somewhere. And we do apologize. Jack's got this. Um, is it working now? Okay. Uh, the stream company that handled that is uh, under maintenance, and Nothing to be done until they finish, and apparently they're finished, right? I guess. Okay, so hopefully that's back up and running. We apologize for that, but we don't have any control over a lot of that, too. And uh, remember, uh, while we all enjoy Facebook Live, I came up here and joined a radio station. I didn't join Facebook. That was totally, you know, that was totally foreign when we started here. So uh, we're a radio station first and foremost, and... Uh, well, those of us here that are older and died in the war, born last century, boy, that sounds old, doesn't it? Um, you know, we wouldn't have it any other way. I know Bart Walker wouldn't either. And, uh, you know, you kind of get used to that. And um, I'll tell you uh, something that you can go look uh, on online for. Uh, this is from Tom Hartman from uh, January 18th, 2023. The dark reason that the rich hate democracy revealed if working people were a bit more desperate about their economic situations the wealthy believe they'd be less likely to organize protest or even vote and this is titled under the dark reason the rich hate democracy is revealed and it is a very good by uh, tom hartman uh, and he goes into pretty good detail. It's only about, I th best I remember, I think it's only about eight or ten minutes, I think. Maybe a bit longer than that. Uh, but, um, and you see, and what gets me about a lot of these Republicans, or these, uh, I think Chris uh, Matthews called them cloth coat Republicans. <laughs> Boy, he would come out again, and he'd, he'd jump them good. Called them cloth coat Republicans. They're not really in line with it. They just, you know, oh, you're making that kind of money. Well, come on over here. You're rich, you know. 
and they were sold a bill of goods by these people on the right. And I've got news for them. They're not even listening to them, okay? And they're not listening to them at all. They're not listening to you folks. If you happen to be on the right side of the aisle and you're listening to me, which I doubt you are, they're not not listening to you. I want you to take a look. You better tune in Tuesday night and listen to what the president has to say. Take a look at the accomplishments of this man. Look at what he's done in just two years. And take a look at the mess that that former bunch left for them, that administration, to clean up. And they're still cleaning up. And they will be for years to come. Positions just not filled. Well, that's saving money. No, it's not. There are positions in this government that must be filled. Okay? It's just like this week. Perfect example. The Chinese weather balloon. You know? Uh, so I, uh, shoot that thing down. Well, wait a minute. You don't even know what you're saying yet. Stand down. Okay? I'm sure the government knows exactly what that weather balloon is up to. Okay? I'm sure they're fully aware of it. And I think it was shot down, I believe. I forget where. I don't know. Everybody made a big deal out of it. But, you know, I'll tell you. Okay, what well, I'm telling you. Okay, sound like, sound like buckwheat. Um, I'm going to get out of here. And um, Jackson's going to take us off here and play you some news and sports. And Bill's got a show coming up here for you. I want to thank all of you. Thank you if you called in tonight. Thanks again to our representative from Knoxville, Representative Gloria Johnson. Thanks, everybody, for all of your support. Those of you that listen every week, I appreciate it. I want you to know I do. And until next Sunday at 8 o'clock, I'll catch you down the road. Good night.